Chargers. Wow, that was fun. Fun one. Came down to the wire for gamblers. I'll explain in a minute. First of all, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. We're flat off of Spotify Live, fresh off of. We have the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Pulling triple duty. We haven't done this on a Thursday. We did a Thursday morning podcast, and then we did the uh, Spotify Live where we pick up middle of the third quarter and we bet our asses off until the end of the game. Uh, and then we go immediately and do a podcast, the Friday podcast, which I'm sure you're listening on Friday. We'll go over the big pro football games, couple college football games. You guys have sharp tank picks to give out. But first, let's go over this one. First of all, it was on Amazon. I heard a lot of complaints. Most of them were from me. So I just, uh, I'm in the same room as myself, so I'm hearing. But I was in one room. I was trying to explain this to you, Parley Kid. Uh, and uh, one room, I'm getting spotty, really yep. weird, in and out, glitchy video. But I was 30 seconds ahead than I was in the living room. So what do you watch? Do you get the full audio and the glitchy view, but 30 seconds ahead? Or do you walk 20 feet to the living room and watch it uh, seamlessly? I don't know. I don't know what happens, Parley Kid. Same, same. And then we were trying to watch together on Spotify, and we were about 40 seconds apart. So they need yeah. to fix this. I know they won't. I know this is our lives, so yeah, we, at least we, on Thursday night. You know, Mikey Meatballs definitely helped us out there because we were able to kind of watch. Yeah. Um, you the, should adopt uh, him. One screen yeah. live together. Um, but, yes, I think that was the uh, very hard for – uh, I think people are actually listening to us like uh, they would listen to radio at one point, right, right. for the game, because they just decided, you know what, I'm turning the game off. I'm going to listen to these guys kind of talk about the game because they're just ahead of it. And I don't know. I think probably <sighs> I, were there any two people that were perfectly timed in that game in this whole country, right? Like, no. Was there any two people exactly in sync? To the way that I don't game. understand. It's crazy. It's, it's Jeff Bezos routinely goes to outer space for like brunch, and uh, but he can't get us to watch at the same time or oh. even within forty seconds. So, mm, uh, no, Babyface, no what were you going to say about this? I know I was texting with Harry. This isn't the first time Harry's had streaming an issue with his stream, but I think that was. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, I'm on. That's, we don't know. We got to get it all out. We have a big, big, big announcement that may have been announced uh, bigly, but I don't want to time it the wrong way. And we have to get all that unpleasantness out of the way, baby, baby face. So I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you're, you're getting it out now. 27, 24 final. The Chiefs win. They do not cover. Yes. And it goes under, but. I'm a genius. I had the Chiefs plus two on a teaser and over 48 on a teaser. Chiefs don't cover, doesn't go over, but 27-24 gives me the win on the teaser. Now, here's the thing. Here's what's great about gambling, brother Brian. I don't have to explain to you. For everybody else, this game ended with three minutes, 20 seconds left when it was 27-17, right? Yep. But if you have money on the game, you're rooting for the Chargers to score a touchdown. If you have them plus four, you're rooting like the parlay kid for the Chiefs to play some defense so that it's not 27-24. And, Bry, you and Harry cashed on uh, the plus four. That was a, I mean, Herbert's breaking his ribs that every was a great play. ending. I, got, I have to know yeah. what's wrong with Herbert. I mean, he looked – I will say that was gutsy. I mean, I, so I, I not only had the Chargers getting four, I also mm -hmm. live bet at the end of the third quarter. I live bet – 
Herbert over two and a half touchdowns. I thought he was going to get one in the fourth, but after he got hurt, every time I was just like, take him out, take him out. I mean, he looks like he's just, he looks like he can he, barely he come move. out. He came out for one, one play or play, two. He came out but for it looked one. like he yeah. was getting, and he kept getting crushed after that. And then he, but he made that, that fourth down pass to like the, the seven the yard line. On the there is not like a, even a, that couldn't have been off. If that was off a centimeter more, that ball gets tipped. Really good defense. Amazing. Too. And then yeah. the fourth down pass for a touchdown. So, I mean, I benefited greatly mm. from great plays by Herbert. I mean, aside from the, aside from the one terrible interception, which may or may not have been his fault. Um, he was fun. I thought he was still. Phenomenal. Well, yes. Now Harry will tell a different, sing a different song. And I'm not, I'm not uh well, I, I don't know. You seem to think that Mahomes should have had four interceptions, but not Herbert. Well, I think that the right team covered the spread in the chargers because okay. yeah, the pick six was, you know, kind of pretty ridiculous since they were at the Kansas city five and it was just whatever. And then he should have had, yeah, Mahomes. Okay. Let's not say four, but he should have had two. He should have definitely had two picks. Ashanti, Ashanti Samuel twice. Once what is that name? Ashanti, the that? singer. The Ashanti Samuel had... Ashanti Samuel? <laughs> yeah, right. two. Two picks, two picks he should have had. One would have been a pick six. Didn't yeah. get either of them. And then uh, they get the touchdown, and they get the pick six, and they get the win. Herbert, 33 for 48. Three touchdowns, one interception. Mahomes, 235. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. You know, when you're li- look, watching these live and uh, looking for bets... I, I, what was it like? Actually, it was between the third and fourth quarter. I looked, and for Mahomes to throw an interception, it was plus three seventy, Bry, and for mm-hmm. and for Herbert to throw it was plus three six. I'm like, wow, one of these guys is going to throw a pick and send their fans home um, unhappy, right? And and Herbert did it. I mean, that that might not be a bad bet for any game going into the for any close game going into the fourth quarter. How many times do we see a turnover yeah, at the end? I'm going to look at last week. That's a what fun. it would have been. A fun. Bad beat if you had Mahomes for a pick. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right, Harry, we get it. You think Mahomes should have thrown a lot of pick? No, look, it was it was a little bit sloppy. I thought the defense played well, mm-hmm. probably kid for like three quarters on both sides. They were really, really good. Um, yeah. I think the Chargers were probably better defensively, right? It sure seemed like that. I mean, I think both teams were able to apply some pressure with uh, without really mm-hmm. blitzing too much tonight, keeping uh, you know a lot of guys in coverage, which is probably why the quarterbacks almost did get picked off a bunch of mm-hmm. times tonight because uh, the running games were obviously for the most part until Edwards Hilaire broke one late in the game was, uh, you know, they were kind of underwhelming for sure tonight. So I think the idea was to stop the pass, uh, right. but with, you know, with a, with a four man front and keep a lot of guys in the secondary, which I think that's why we saw some uh, very close interception calls because there were probably six, seven guys in coverage uh, yeah. a lot of times. So good game. Uh, I think uh, that was kind of a uh, very close to uh, the intensity of like an end of the year type of game. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and it's only week two, right? So I feel good well, about here, that. Yeah. Here's the thing with only week two. I'm, I'm unnecessarily harsh on these coaches. I just feel like they're all screwing up. And even though Parley kid, I needed that touchdown at the end to put it over 48 on my uh. teaser. I still thought Staley should have kicked the I'm like, get the points on fourth down and then kick the onside kick. You made the good point that the clock was running. Might have burned another 15 getting the uh, field goal I, unit on yeah, the field. Well, but you're down 10 points. It's fourth down. You got You need two scores. I don't know I, what he was doing. But anyway, it worked for me. Yes, it did. Yeah, yes, it did. Now, yes, it did. And uh, it screwed me, though, Sal. Remember, yeah, I, had, I, know. I had the Chiefs I minus four. 
Um, I felt you know, bad for you. I uh, felt bad for you. You didn't have the right side, Darren. Sorry, Darren, you didn't have the right side. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, you're a genius. You're a genius. I didn't <laughs> say I was a genius. I just, Harry, I didn't you were say down by genius. 10 with three minutes left. Listen, you got lucky. I didn't you say I was a genius. I just said you didn't have the right side. All right. Can we all agree Harry's not a genius? Let's just leave it at that. Uh, I am looking at Edward Delaire. It is weird. Like It's not like he had 25 carries, but... He is kind of their uh, like a main contributor for them now, right? Like I think like Mahomes, and if you look at the roster, you know I'm not, I'm not counting Kelsey. He's kind of like a veteran on the team now. Edwards, yeah. yeah. Mahomes, I think Mahomes, I think is like all right. Hey, I trust you. You've been with me for uh, two and a half years. I don't know. What yeah, it he is. looks he, he looks quicker yeah. again. He kind of looks like he did early. In, he does. Like, yeah. I mean, he had that. He would have scored if that crazy face mask didn't happen, right? We all thought it was holding. But it was a face mask against him, and he he busted out for fifty. But it slowed him down just enough to yeah. not get to uh to the end zone. But eight for seventy four, and he caught another four passes. I'm trying to think who else went over. Harry's Mike Williams, good job by you, 113 yards. That went over. Eckler under with 39 yards. Uh, I don't know Valdez Scantling. I don't I don't know. I had high hopes for him. Smith no, Schuster yeah, under. Kelsey Sal, under. Sal Eckler probably yeah. went over in rece- reception uh, yards. I'll probably right. Uh, probably yeah, fifty five. Hardman went over. Hardman went over. He had forty nine yards, but that was over. Um, yeah, and you have to w- feel good if you're the Chiefs. You do. You get Justin Watson, the rookie, uh, involved in a touchdown. You get all oh, these guys are all getting more touches, and you know Valdez Scantling's a decent player, and Juju Smith Schuster's decent. So eventually they're going to latch on. So that's a good big win for the uh, Chargers. I don't see uh, Babyface if you see any. The odds, I don't know if they'll put them up just yet for the division, but they got to be nearing 200, I think, at this point for the uh, Chiefs to, um, what, what did I say? I was said a good win for the Chargers. Now it's a big win for the Chiefs. I think they're close to, see, they're 7-1 for the Super Bowl, 375 for the conference. I don't see anything for the division. Maybe it'll pop up. Anyway, um, what was the other thing? Oh, Xander Horvath, Bri, 60-1 to one to mm. score the first touchdown. Oh, jeez. We didn't have them. We're shut oh. out now, guys. We're 0 for 12. This is getting not it's like starting us. to get hard. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. If it's Xander Horvath and, and Drizzly with the last uh, two. Know. Wow. Right? True. Yeah, uh, good so point. What, I, good although, point. Although, like I, get I, said, I know. When they got down, I was saying to you guys before, when they got down to the one, though, I thought something wacky was happening, whether it was going to be like the fourth tight end scoring or they were going to have like a third string running back in their scoring right. touchdown. So uh, uh, I thought that was go. I thought that was going to Everett there, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I guess you had. A it's a bummer. There. I had the hench, you know, whatever. Nobody cares about anyone's fantasy team. But if you drafted Eckler and Sony Michelle's getting the goal line carries or they're throwing to Horvath out of the backfield, it's pretty rough. Pretty rough going forward. All right. There are still games to play on Sunday. Some good ones. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. I like this way too much for it to win. I'm going to warn you ahead of time because when I saw it on the schedule like a month and a half ago, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is all Saints. They're catching two and a half at home. Forty four and a half is the over under. Um, They're my preseason pick to win that NFC South. And what can I say? I was as impressed with them as I could be by a one point win versus Atlanta in a game they should have lost. I think that's what I think the Michael Thomas thing being back so early and being such a factor is um, what I don't know what gives me hope. Now, uh, Jameis banged up Kamara banged up. I don't know if he's going to play. I still like the saints. I'm taking them plus two and a half. I know this Brady living away from his wife. It actually, that kind of scares me. I feel like he can refocus. I think we, we we would all do better with our spouse. I'm not saying this is a man woman thing. I think everybody focuses more 
when they're away from their family, so much more productive. Um, Dennis Allen showed me that he's able to pull off the big games, not a big game, but they were down. They scored 17 straight. Uh, I will say this about Dennis Allen one in nine against the spread immediately after a game where he scores 50, where 50 or more points were scored. That's pretty ugly, but the Bucs, one and seven against this spread in the last eight against the Saints. And Harry, as we know, they lost the last four. Uh, the Bucs did Tom Brady Bucks against the Saints, and none of them were one-score games. Uh, I have a 28-20 Saints. Bry, you're going with me. Dennis Allen wasn't good for the Raiders? Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> Is that one and nine ring a bell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it rings a bell. I mean... I will say this game. This game reminds me so much of the Vikings-Packers game, right? I, I love mm-hmm. the Saints in this one. I like the Vikings in that one. So of course Harry did too. I'm sure Harry likes the Saints here as well. Uh, the Saints have yeah. beaten Brady though four of the five, right? And the one win for Tampa Bay was kind of that wacky playoff game. So they've completely dominated this matchup. Maybe it was Sean right. Payton, but I will say I, I think the Saints at least from what they showed early in that game to what they showed late, I think they got the rust out in that game. They finally started playing well offensively late. Michael Thomas looked, he looked big actually. And he looked, he looked good uh, in that Mm -hmm. second half. I I still think the bucks offensively were kind of out of sorts against the Cowboys. I think they're going to be out of sorts against the saints here. Still, you know, you know, the Mm -hmm. receivers all banged up a little bit again, you know, the line issues they've had. So I think this is going to be a really low scoring game. Um, I mean, maybe they'll score this time the Bucks against the Saints, but I, I just yeah. lo- I love the Saints to cover here, and but I really love them on a teaser getting eight and a half. Yeah, that's a good one. There's a couple of underdog teasers that aren't bad. Uh, yeah. I usually go the other way, but yeah, plus eight and a half is nice. Um, yeah, I think I'm rooting for this as much as I like the pick too. You know, because if Tampa Bay wins this, the division is kind of shut down, right? I mean, if they if Tampa Bay wins by three touchdowns, like oh shit. Who the hell is going to catch them there? Not the Falcons. Panthers are a coin flip even to win this week. And then if the Saints uh, can't even pull their magic against the Bucs mm-hmm. anymore, it's going to be rough. So Saints plus two and a half. All right, Parley Kid. Miami at Baltimore. Ravens three and a half point favorite. 44 and a half is the over under. Um, Baltimore nine and one against the spread in their last 10 against Miami. But I have a weird feeling about this. And I, I realize why. I think... Well, now that I think, I know that Thursday night or in October where yeah. they zero blitzed the hell out of yeah. Lamar Jackson and they could not score at all. I yeah. think that was my, I think that was the start of my losing streak on Fox. I think I might've had 10, 11 in a row before that game. Mm. Yeah. That might've been it. That might've been the one anyway. Uh, I wasn't overly impressed with the way the Dolphins won. It's hard to sort out the Ravens win over the Jets, you know, uh, but that certainly was just, was not going to be a game. Um yeah, the Dolphins were two and seven. That started their streak. I don't know. Can Harbaugh pick up this zero blitz? You got Dobbins questionable. You got Staley, the tackle questionable. You got Peters in the secondary questionable. Kyle Fuller had a season ending knee yeah. injury. But I think Tucker pulls it out. But I, I'm going to take the points. I think a 22 20 type game. But I think maybe the Dolphins backdoor it or Tucker pulls it out the last minute. I think it's too many points, but you like the Ravens, Parlick. Well, so I did. Uh, I'm switching my pick here. Oh. And I'm going to roll with your pick. You know, because Sal, yes, and just because some of these uh, injury news has come out about uh, with the Ravens uh, with uh, losing mm-hmm. Fuller. Uh, they lost their left tackle with an Achilles injury as well. Uh, that's two very important players in their lineup uh, since uh, I've discovered that. 
Uh, I just think the Dolphins, uh, like you said, uh, kind of had a formula last year, albeit under a different coach, uh, to mm-hmm. stop Lamar Jackson. Uh, I don't know if the Dolphins are going to win this game, but I think they have enough talent uh, with a little bit of a banged up Ravens team already. And we don't really know what what Dobbins' situation is, right? I think he returned to practice, uh, but mm-hmm. they haven't committed to playing him. And even if they play him, I'm not sure if they're going to, he's going to be at full force where he's going to get 20 carries in this game. It could be a very just, you know, get get his feet wet a little bit and get back into the flow of the game. So, yeah. uh, like you're saying, I think uh, this could be like a, a can, late can you no- see the Ravens down like 10 6 in the third quarter? Like, come on, what the hell's going on? Yeah, here? I, I, I can. I mean, yeah. this Dolphins defense kind of, I think, you know, they, they have some speed on that defensive side of the ball. And uh, Lamar Jackson was not able to run the ball against them last year and scramble and make plays mm-hmm. uh, because of, of some of the speed the Dolphins have. And obviously, uh, they were good in coverage and. Yeah, the Ravens just might not have enough weapons right now to pull away from the Dolphins. So I'll mm-hmm. take the points here with you, Sal, on this. And you and I went against the Dolphins last week. We both had the Patriots. That's so correct. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, I think the Ravens are a better team. I think they're a playoff team and the Dolphins aren't. But for some reason this week, I like the uh, extra hook there at three and a half. All right, Harry, Arizona at Las Vegas. This is Brian's team, but you stole this game. We'll go to Again. you too, Brian, about your Stole thoughts. it last yeah. week too. Stole it last <laughs> week too. Gave out a winner. Yeah, I have the Raiders to win the division. I'm sticking with it. I, you know, I didn't think they got embarrassed by the Chargers. Derek Carr was a couple underthrows away from being in that game, maybe taking the lead and holding on to win. The Arizona yeah. defense was miserable against the Chiefs. I'm anti-Cardinals for the uh, first six games of the season. I think Raiders win this 27-19. It's a little rich, a little rich mm. to five and a half. But I do think uh, it's a, a free fall for Arizona in the first five or so games. Harry, you're going over, so you're going against me here with my score. Yeah, this is my uh, favorite play on Sunday is the mm. over 51 and a half. Arizona, I just mentioned, their D-line showed nothing last week versus Kansas City. Mahomes ripped them to shreds for five scores. Meanwhile, the car to Adams combo was a nice success. Ten grabs, 140 yards to score, was targeted 17 times. But on defense, definitely awful. Both teams last week, both teams. Last week, zero picks, zero sacks combined by both teams on defense. Uh, I expect Kyler and Carr to have a shootout in Sin City. Over 51 and a half is my play. What do you think, Bri? A lot of, I mean, the car should figure out this defense if it was anything like last week. I mean, give Mahomes credit, but the guy's open all over the place. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say, I, I, I know it's hard to say this in week two, but I, I almost feel like this is a must-win, right, for the Raiders. I, yeah, because after this, be. you go to you go at Tennessee, and then you have Denver and Kansas City. So this is a really important game for them. I don't know mm-hmm. about covering the five and a half. I will say I, I have a feeling the Cardinals Cardinals aren't as bad as they showed. The, they're still going to put up some points against the Raiders. I think the Raiders mm-hmm. win, but I could see Arizona either like with some backdoor cover or Raiders kicking a game winning field goal here. I, I, 
I I don't, right. I I don't really see everyone's them. Everyone's down on their team. You're lucky don't, you don't have a team, Harry. You wouldn't be down. Everybody's well, a little ah, bit down. It's yeah. funny. Just, because, listen, just go with the over. I this mean, game's landing. This this game's landing in the 60s. Look, if mm. Car if Car didn't miss a few touchdown passes last week, mm -hmm. they win at Chargers. I thought the Chargers were better than the Chiefs tonight. So it's like I shouldn't be that down on them. Um, but Car was also kind of reckless, Brian, with three picks. But I, too. again, I I'm I am never comfortable. To me, there's never really a time except. For maybe some Denver games recently, the Raiders just haven't blown anybody out. It's well, Brian. It's I think we saw tonight. We're doing this on Thursday night. That that Chargers defense is pretty formidable force. Yeah, right. No, so they're, they're car. You know, they trick Car into throwing some ugly passes, but it did the same to Mahomes. So this, yeah. I think I think there's a lighter load for you. I don't know. Maybe the over is the play. Yeah, but uh, I'm going with the, your Raiders. All right, New England at Pittsburgh. This surprised me uh, Monday or Sunday night when I was guessing the lines with Simmons. New England is a two point favorite. I think it was two and a half. It's now down to two at Pittsburgh. Forty and a half is the over under. New England lost to Miami. Pittsburgh pulled off that miracle win, that weird game against Cincinnati. I'm not going to change my preseason analysis here. I still think New England will be okay. Pittsburgh will be below average. Um, but the Steelers did impress me, but it was with their defense, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Now, TJ Watt being out, not such a big edge. Uh, I was surprised, like I said, by this line. I could see anything really happening. Probably the under is the play, Bri, but I think Belichick, if I had to bet it, is uh, is going to come out on top of the last second field goal or field goal to win it 20 to 17. Yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh. I'm going the opposite side. Mm -hmm. So. You know, obviously some reservations now that TJ Watts hurt because, you know, I mean, he's just a wrecking ball in defense. But I do believe in Tomlin here. I, I like him in this spot. I, I do also like the under. I, I think probably that the likelihood of one of these two teams scoring like 13 points, yeah. right? One of these two teams could easily score 13. Yeah, I don't see a lot of big plays. I don't see a lot of 45, uh, yeah, 50 yards I, downfield. I yeah. agree. Unless you get a couple of QB turnovers in their own mm -hmm. side of the field. But Tomlin as a home, as a home underdog 14-4 and 1 he in general he's been really really good as as an underdog um mm -hmm. I I just think this is a very close defensive battle and you know the Patriots I think you know after Jones is banged up I think they're going to have to keep this ball on the ground a lot the clock's going to be moving but I don't know how much success they're going to have because I I will say one of the things I said when we were going over uh, the division picks, I did talk about the Patriots and I did say, I think they're going to start the season off really poor offensively because that's all you heard in camp was they were struggling. These receivers are struggling. And with Patricia calling the plays, right, that they're going to continue to struggle. And he called the plays in week one against Miami. They sucked. They're kind of, a, they're, <laughs> they're kind yeah. of a mess. They're kind of a mess right now offensively. Uh, I think right. the Steelers make just maybe one or two, extra plays i think they win this game you know 20 to 20 to 17 or that's what i did not it's what i said I but know. the other team the other wow. way the All other right. way I know. okay well All we right. gotta bet 20 to 17 at this point <laughs> yeah what are we waiting for i know what are we waiting for uh all right um now our game parlay kid cincinnati at dallas this was seven and a half as of this morning it's now seven I liked it better at seven and a half, yeah. but I'm still taking the cow. I'm still taking our terrible team. 41 and a half. Obviously, Prescott out. Obviously, they got killed last week, 19-3. Um, we were the only team to not score a touchdown last week. And now with Dak out for, I don't know, our very, uh, you know, he's a very optimistic owner, says that he's going to be out three weeks. 
The reports it could be out eight weeks either way. The Cooper Rush era restarts. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd like the Cowboys much more in this spot, probably kid, if the Bengals hadn't had won last week. Mm, right? right now, it's kind of all right. They got to get their shit together. But I still think it's high. Uh, I think we're going to be able to pressure Burrow much like the Steelers did. Micah Parsons out there he had two sacks. I think Leighton Vanderesh is actually playing pretty well. Um, that was on the report. He had like nine tackles was in on a lot of plays and. You know, Burrow, it's getting ridiculous now. And it's funny because they have Lillale Collins um, from the Cowboys now protecting him. And, you know, they, they try to bolster the offensive line in the draft. But he's been down 77 times in 21 games, I counted, for the Bengals. And I think, including the playoff games, I mean, what do you have, nine against the Titans? And then seven and seven. I think he's had like 24 in the last four games he's been sacked. So... The Cowboys should be able to stay in this game, force a couple of turns. Look, as a pure passer, is Cooper Rush that much worse than Trubisky? Could he go? Could he go twenty-one for thirty-eight, one ninety-four? That's what Trubisky did last week. So, and they stayed in that game. Uh, maybe they shouldn't have won, but they'd stay within seven. I'm taking the Cowboys plus the points, Parlor Kid. What do you think? I agree with you here, Sal, and I'm not trying to be a homer because I no, I, this is I, a bad team. Why uh, we, yeah, why yeah we? Uh, exactly, but. <laughs> The, the, here's the only thing that worries me, Sal, because mm. I, I do agree with you because I think this is where um, teams now that, you know, rushes and he's getting a full week of practice. Right. So that that's helpful. Uh, mm. There's talk that Gallup could play. I still think he's a week or two away personally, but mm. uh, he's a limited participant in practice right now. Uh, so that that's that's a positive sign. So that would help if he did play. But what worries me the most about covering, because I do think the Cowboys defense is good. I think they're going to pressure the heck out of Burrow. I think offensively, here's the thing. I'd say this is where a coaching staff, a good coaching staff, would design a game plan that would Mm. keep things simple for Cooper Rush, that they could run the ball and pick their shots down the field. But at the same time, Zeke it's like, wasn't bad. Zeke was what? 10 for 52. Uh, uh, right. like maybe that's his thing. Maybe uh, he only gets 10 or 12 carries. But. I, I agree with that. But the thing is, one is the cow. Wasn't that already a simplified game plan last week? Yeah. Possibly. Right. Due to the lack of receivers. And, mm-hmm. and two, the same talk you're hearing from Devin White uh, of Tampa kind of saying like, we know what the Cowboys are running. Like, right. uh, that's got to scare you as a fan. Sure, look that because way. Because this is yeah. not the first time we have heard this uh, from, right. uh, a, you know, when, a, so what other team do you hear this about? Like, you don't really ever hear this about any other team where the, the defense at the end of the game is kind of bragging, like, yeah, we knew what they we were doing. We knew your plays. Like, right, yeah. when do we hear that? We only hear it. Maybe it's because I'm a Cowboy fan and I only hear it with the Cowboys, but I swear I feel like I don't hear that about mm-hmm. any other team. So that worries me because, uh, but this is an opportunity for the coaching staff to prove their mettle right here, Sal, uh, mm-hmm. to show that they can come up with a game plan that can keep this game close. And if they can force a turnover or two from Burrow, maybe they could steal a win. But I'm taking the seven points here, Sal. Right. All right. I'm with you. And I think it's, I actually think we're going to be off to a lead and we're going to blow it. And we're going to lose 26, 24 on a long McPherson field goal that hits the top of Jerry's scoreboard or the bottom of it and uh, still manages to get through the upright. So that'll be the dumb way we lose, but I think we cover 
these seven. All right, let's jump to some. Uh, we'll jump around here a little bit. Sunday night, Chicago at Green Bay, Packers minus 10, 41 and a half. I'm a little nervous because I couldn't love the Packers more in this spot, right? Coming off a loss, an embarrassing loss against Minnesota. They seemed way out of sorts. Rodgers, although I do think he kind of picked up a little bit of a groove in the second half, was out of sync with his offense. Uh, Chicago won an ugly game, torrential downpour. Uh, the 49ers couldn't move the ball. Justin Fields did just enough to win that game. And then they're, you know, they're flying all over the field after the game. But here's uh, from our friend Todd Furman, Harry. Rodgers versus the Bears on Sunday Night Football. 23 touchdowns, no interceptions. First of all, they shouldn't they shouldn't have played that much during Sunday Night Football. This this rivalry, <laughs> they yeah. say it's the greatest, whatever. It doesn't deserve to be on Sunday Night Football that much that Rodgers could have 23 touchdowns against them. Pat, Packers 11 and 0 after a loss and 11 and 0 against a spread in their last 11 after a loss. So I, I think this is a, I'm not going to say must win, but I think it's an easy win. I think it's 31 10 final somewhere in there. Give me Green Bay minus the points. Yes, Al, I'm with you on that too. Uh, only, like I said, seven points for the pack versus my Vikings. Just three points in the opener last year versus the Saints. However, after that game against the Saints last year, Green Bay then went on to win seven straight, averaged 29 a game during that stretch. Rodgers owns the Bears, like you said, also. He gets right here. He gets uh, maybe a couple scores with his uh, young receivers early, then relies on A.J. Dillon to pound the ball late. And, yeah, maybe something like a 34 16 type of game. Green Bay covers Chicago, extremely fortunate versus San Francisco. Fields, like I mentioned, only eight completions. Green Bay not happy with what happened last week, obviously, against Minnesota. Bears get buried in Green Bay. Okay, but now I'm looking at your announcer hierarchy, and, and you think there's only close games. The league fixes it for Aikman and Buck, but not. Yeah. You think there's going to be two clunkers <laughs> in a row for Tarico and Collinsworth? Well, it's just like you mentioned, it's not that you can't be put in Chicago. You just can't be put in Chicago on national television games because they really don't have any offense. They didn't well, show you can't be put in week. Seattle there either, but it was close. Oh, yeah. Well, Seattle wasn't because Russell Wilson was coming back. That's why or else Seattle would have got kicked to the All curb, right. too. Okay, but this is supposed to be a great rival. I don't want to yeah. argue something. I have no idea. Actually, what I'm last arguing, year on the so, Sunday night game, yeah. the Bears jumped out to an early lead and That's held, right. held it until, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Go ahead, Babyface. What what do you what do you agree on? What what is there to agree with? No, I agree with Harry. I mean, didn't now Michael's get the backdoor cover tonight? And I mean, that- <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you got to keep track of this, Harry. You got to. I want to know what like Schlereth's record is and and close games and uh and you know Burkhart and Olson. I got I got to know. I really would like to know who gets the good games. Um, all right, Harry's Giants. So once they were his Giants, two point favorite. Over the Carolina Panthers, 43 and a half is the over under. I'll tell you what, Spaghetti's not here, but I think the Giants win this game and they get a lot of bravado mm. and they forget that they love Joe Judge and then they hated him almost a month later. I think uh, maybe a similar thing happening with Dable here. They pulled that game out of their ass against the uh, Titans. But I will say this it's nice to see a healthy Saquon against a healthy McCaffrey, at least suiting up, right? Uh, just off the bat, that's fun. Um, Big Blue played good deep against Tannehill in the second half. I expect the same against Baker. Uh, I think that team is out of sorts. 23-16, Harry. Uh, Brian, oh, Parley Kids got this. 
Um, yeah, I got it. Yeah, so. I just think the Panthers. Panthers gave up 217 rushing to Cleveland. Yeah, uh, yes. you could expect the same against. Uh, that's a big number. I'm going yep. Giants by a touchdown. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to bring up, Sal. Here in this game, and you know, I, I man, I don't know. Uh, I know I kind of had the Panthers over. I thought the Panthers could be a sleeper team this year. I'm not mm-hmm. going to give up on them just yet, but. Uh, a little underwhelmed uh, by their uh, performance last week. Bad first, at least in the first half, they just didn't come. I, maybe maybe Baker was a, just a little too fired up last week in the first half and couldn't get uh, the jitters under control. But uh, yeah, I think the Giants they still should have won that game. They still should have. I mean, that, that's, that's why their, we, that's, we talked about right. on Spotify Live. That coach could be in trouble. It really could. That, you know, that, that, how do you lose a game like that? I, yeah. That is very true, Sal. Um, and that being said, uh, the Giants are feeling really good after that win. I think they feel like they pulled one off right there mm-hmm. on the road. And when you, you know, against a team that was, uh, you know, a playoff team last year, regardless of what they are this year, I just think that the, the, the Giants feel real good. That I think the crowd's going to be really into it here in uh, in game one for them. I think that the momentum will carry over for them. And like you're saying, it might be short-lived here for the Giants. Um, mm-hmm. because there are, this is a little reminiscent of their start under Joe judge, where there was a lot of good feelings, but uh, I do think Dayball Dayball is going to be very good for this team. So yeah. let's, uh, you know, the giants pound the ball here. Jones, uh, doesn't have to make too many big throws, but makes enough to beat, uh, you know, a Panthers team that offensively, it might just be very mediocre. Sal. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if the Giants lost this game, but I do right. think they get some early momentum for the first month of the season or so, and just the opposite for Carolina. All right, let's jump to college. Not too many good games, I will say. Spaghetti's uh, Notre Dame team plays are a ten point favorite or so over Cal, who's two and zero. What, what's another good one? Penn State and Auburn's okay. Uh, what'd you say, Harry? Michigan State at Washington. Right. Um, but we're going to go over. Let's do BYU at Oregon. Oregon, three and a half point favorite. 58 and a half is the over under. A lot of points scored, uh, expected for uh, Oregon and BYU. Last meeting came. They don't play each other a lot. 2006 Las Vegas Bowl, Harry. BYU won 38 to eight. Uh, and then last week, BYU's first win over a top 10 opponent since 2018. They beat Baylor. We were all watching that, brother Bry, right? Of course, you're watching it because you can't get enough Saturday night football, even on the East Coast. You got to stay up till uh, 2 a.m. I went to overtime. BYU pulled. I I think this Jaron Hall is good. Yeah, he's he's a winner, right? Mm -hmm. He's 10 and two. I think they've won like seven or eight. This would be their eighth uh, regular season win in a row. Last week, 23 of 39, 289, two total touchdowns, no picks. You know, they return all their start. You, you would think like Oregon is the more established team, but BYU returns all their starters on defense. Um, Oregon's got the new head coach, the new two coordinators, a new quarterback, new running backs, new top wide receiver. You know, they'd be after the bad loss week one to Georgia. They beat Eastern Washington 70 to 14. So you don't know what to make out of uh, that. But um, I like BYU getting points with 19 to 22 returning starters. That, this uh, Jaron Hall is going to pose problems for the Ducks. Keep it close. Maybe win. Give me the three and a half, Brock. Yeah, well, Sal, I like, I actually like BYU on the money line at plus 140. Mm. You know, there was talk coming into the season, right? I, a lot of people were talking about this. So even though BYU was ranked in the 20s, that they actually had a chance to go undefeated. 
And and now hmm. we know why, right? This team is legit. I mean, that was a huge win against Baylor. Um, and the thing is, I have no faith in this Oregon team. I yeah, they they've but I, I don't know. There's something about this team for years that has bothered me. <laughs> Everyone's uh, gone. Tip, the Thibodeau team, yeah, that's Chris, gone. I know. I should I should, be, I should be okay with them now that Cristobal is gone. I, I should be okay. Right. With them. But they've lost four of the last six, right? I know. Last, I mean, you can't count Eastern Washington game last week. Um, mm-hmm. But they they struggle with these type of teams. It seems like, and BYU is tough on both sides of the ball. Like you were saying, they bring back pretty much everybody this season, um, and I think they understand right now this huge. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on them. There, are, but there are huge implications in this ga- game. So they're going to be extremely motivated uh, to pull up, pull off the upset. And mm-hmm. you know, I do like them, and I've I've kind of. I always have loved the BYU uniforms. They're probably the nicest uniforms in college football. They're like almost underrated. Uh, But yeah, uh, but I like them. I like them in this game plus 140. Um, I I think they're the better team going into this game. Yeah, uh, they're like the Cincinnati of last year, right? Could they really run? I didn't. I didn't really look at the rest of their schedule. Do they, they have a shot here? They have. Uh, I think they have Arkansas. They have Notre Dame and they have Arkansas. I think. Uh, but they, right, they have okay. a shot. They have a shot, though. They, they have a shot. Why not? Why not? I will never say in front of Spaghetti. He'll throw a fit. But yeah, of course <laughs> they have a shot. Have a shot. All right. Uh, the second game, Harry, you like this one? Miami at Texas A and M. A and M six forty four and a half. Uh, I think it's just too many points. I know A&M after last week, they need a win. That was, they were one of the many teams that were head scratching losses last week. Haynes King, 97 yards passing. I like the Tyler Van Dyke really. He's like, he's like a brass, you know, kind of like, he's like, he thinks he's the best in the game. I don't think he's the best, but he's thrown for at least 300 yards and three touchdowns in six straight games to end the season. He's starting off good. They play junk. So it's hard to say uh, how good they are. But uh, I'm taking the six points, Harry, but you like it under. Under 44, a little risky in college that low. But still, yeah, you mentioned Haynes King. Not very good stats so far this season. A&M with just 14 points at home in their stunning loss to Appalachian State last week. Mm. A&M in their two games so far this season, just 31 in both games. 31 total points in the App State game, like I mentioned, and against Sam Houston State. Miami's defense has yielded just 20 points in their two games. Uh, and the Canes' leading receiver, Xavier Restrepo, is going to be out of this game with an injury. He has double the receiving yards in the next closest hurricane. I'm going to go under 44 and a half here, so. All right. I, I did pick this up. The total's gone under in nine of A&M's last 13 games when the Aggies are favored. So, interesting. So, it's just, uh, it's their fault. It looks like it's their fault. All right. Let's do Sharp Tank. Any of your picks? Oh, Canelo Triple G. What do we do, Bri? You guys are going to give me a pick each, and I'm going to jump on one of them, and hopefully everybody wins. But really, I only care about the one that I claim is my own. Bri, start us off. Canelo Triple G. What's the line on this? I know Canelo, is he four to one favorite? Yeah, Canelo. Not as heavy. Uh, yeah, Canelo is a big favorite. Uh, yeah. Is it I, more than that? It's about that. Hold oh, on. five to one. Or minus 500, 500. plus 410. I wouldn't, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't take that. I mean, I think if you're going to take him, you take him to win by you take him to win by decision, right? And and Canelo by decision is minus one ten. So when I started looking at that at minus one ten, I was like, "Huh, I could take that, or I could just take this to go the distance." Which I think it's going to mm-hmm. happen at minus one fifty five. I know I'm laying a decent. I, I actually felt, in all honesty, I thought the I thought this fight to go the distance was going to be like minus two thirty or something like that. 
So I do right. think there's some value in here. I mean, we we saw in the previous fights, right? For you know, I, there's nothing that I've seen recently that makes me think either guy's going to win a knockout. I mean, maybe tri- mm. you know, maybe Triple G has a little bit more power, but you know, anytime Triple G has fought the best of the best, whether it's Canelo, whether it's Jacobs, whether you know, I think two fights ago, I forget the guy's name. It was hard to pronounce, but. He's gone the distance. Canelo at, at the heavier weights has gone the distance. You know, I, I there's nothing to me that thinks this this fight ends early. I thought minus one fifty five was was pretty good, all things considering. Yeah. So Canelo, who did he lose to Bival? Uh, Dimitri Bival, right? Yeah. Uh, that was the last, was that in, that was in May. Yeah. I feel like I've won like I feel how many have I won with him? Triple G. I lost one of those triple G fights, but I think I won like 10 in a row with Canelo and then was furious when he lost to the bigger guy, <laughs> uh, Dimitri. <laughs> so this isn't one of those things, right? Like we see him fight big guys and he doesn't knock them out, but he's definitely out pointing them. It's probably not going to be that here because he's not going to, you know, yeah. triple G's not bigger than him. Right. So it's just a matter of do either of them have the power or the will to knock yeah, each other I mean, out? Yeah, I mean, they do. Look, they both have power, but I just think it's yeah. like, you know, the way these guys fight, I don't I don't expect them either guy to be seriously hurt. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I would. I, and the thing is, too, I'm kind of, we, we know Triple G got screwed in at least one of those fights, especially yeah. especially at least the first one. So I'll, I'll be rooting right. for Triple G again in this one. So minus, minus 500, though, is a little, it's a little risky to take Canelo there. All right, yeah, to go the distance, and then you don't care who wins, minus yeah, 155. That's pretty good, yeah. pretty good. Paul, kid, I know what you're doing. There's just too many, too many nice, <laughs> juicy favorites out there to not put on a money line parlay. So we'll save yours, and then uh, let's go to Harry's. What, what's your sharp tank pick? All right, I'm going to go college football. I'm going back to the well with Texas-San Antonio, plus 11.5 against Texas. That's my team, and I actually I was very close, very close to taking the plus 350 on the money line, but I'm going to take the plus the 11 half, but I will sprinkle some on the money line in this game. Look, they scored 35 in the first game versus Houston, as we know, then won a mm-hmm. gutsy game last week at Army, 41-38, another overtime game. <laughs> the Roadrunner squad, Roadrunner squad has a solid offense. I've mentioned before, led by Frank Harris, uh, quarterback, who's got seven total touchdowns, 700 yards passing in the first two games. Ewers out for four to six weeks for Texas, took a bad hit. Uh, Bijan Robinson not exactly lighting it up for Texas, just 64 yards a game rushing the ball. And passing-wise, through two games, quarterback, uh, quarterbacks for Houston, just two total touchdowns. Let down City here. I got it. I'm re- I can see this coming. Let down City for the horns. Sark shows he's completely overrated as a head coach. And look, Texas gave up everything they had against Bama, everything, and kind of got screwed. They probably should have won this game. Roadrunners are an up-and-coming team, up-and-coming program, and they shock Shark. Shark. They shock Sark. Plus 11 and a half and plus 350 on the money line. I get it all. All right. I don't know. I think B. John Robinson breaks out this game. Pretty pretty frisky uh, Bama defense. Uh, Yeah. uh, I don't know. All right. They beat Army. I know. I don't don't hate it for Harry's reasoning. A little bit of a letdown right after. uh, I don't I don't hear yeah. If Sark, if Sark blows, if they blow him out and Sark, you know, then give him credit for getting his team motivated and back to the next name? week. But I don't <laughs> see it. Yeah. All right. Scum is his name. 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Parlay Kid. Hit me with this uh, seven-team thing that you can get down to me. I mean, well, I love it normally. Let's well, hear it. it's not seven, Sal. It's only six, so <laughs> okay, chill out a little bit, all right? Uh, <laughs> Pushing yeah, it with all those minus <laughs> sevens <laughs> and eights. You couldn't put the Chiefs on there. That's why. This is six teams, and you're going to get plus 266 on this. So it's not uh, – well, I love these, Sal. You know, I, I'm basically yeah. taking, for the most part, these are all home teams – Mm-hmm. who are coming off losses, except for one of the teams, okay? These are all 4 o'clock games or later. So this parlay is, we're not going to know this uh, sharp tank pick until after the Monday night game, okay? So it's going to mm-hmm. take, it's going to last a little a while here. Get there first. But, but uh, let's get there. I'll <laughs> take it if we get there. So let's start. Falcons at Rams. I'm taking the Rams on the money line. Uh, you know, the defending Super Bowl champs. Falcons making a long trip across country. Rams are going to be desperate for a win. They've had extra time off. Let's take the Rams. Uh, I'm going mm-hmm. to go with the 49ers. This is the one game I'm most concerned about. Seahawks at 49ers. Uh, again, I think this is where the 49ers defense really steps up. I'm with G- you. Gino was good in game one, but I think they make his life a little bit uh, miserable this week. 49ers get the win. Texans at Broncos, same thing. The Broncos really played a good second half. They just couldn't punch that ball in inside the uh, on right on the goal line. Not forget inside the red zone, right on the goal line. They couldn't punch it in a few times. Bad coaching towards the end of the game. I think they rebound against the Texans team that will be game, but just isn't good enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Cardinals at Raiders. <laughs> Look, you guys went from saying the Raiders are winning the West. To now saying, ah, the Raiders aren't maybe that good. I picked them. I picked okay. them today. Right, yeah. right. That's true. Uh, they're better than the Cardinals. Cardinals, I just think, right yeah. now, don't have enough weapons um, to mm-hmm. stay with the Raiders. I think the Raiders get a home win. Bears at Packers, same thing. Aaron Rodgers versus Fields. Uh, big quarterback advantage right now. Uh, desperate mm-hmm. Packers team. Um, and uh, then this is the only one that has already has a win, but Titans at Bills, I had to throw that on because I just think the Bills are just far yeah. superior, Sal. So plus 266, sorry it's so long-winded, but uh, I like this, Sal. I really, really like it. All right, I'm going to go with you because I'm looking through it, and I know you know you just you're, if you pick enough games, you're going to lose one, and that seems to be what's going to happen here because you have six. But I like the 49ers to win 24 to six. I love your reasoning. I think their defense more than Trey Lance is the reason that uh, they're going to thump Seattle, who will struggle to get on the board. Packers, same thing. I said 31 um, 10. Broncos, I think win but don't cover. I'm not so sold on their uh, offense just yet. Rams. Uh, I think win, but don't cover, but also kind of a mustish win there. Uh, Bills, of course, top two teams. Why not? The Raiders is the tough one, right? That's the one you're playing. Whatever you want to say about Arizona, that was the playoff team last year. So that's going to be your tough one. I'll go with you, though. Six for six, Parley Ken. You know what? Four of these games I think we're going to be screaming about on Spotify Live, right? Or three well, at least. People could have Raiders, well, no, Broncos, really. Rams. Yeah, four of them. Yeah. The bottom line is, if I lose, it's gonna be it's gonna be from one team. So that's what's gonna happen. So, mm. um, you could uh, bet all these on the money line straight up if you want. I mean, you're gonna have to give a lot, obviously. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think um, I like what, it. Plus two sixty six isn't plus bad. Yeah, the Bills not bad, you'll be not going, bad. going into next week. All right, there you go, uh, Brian. I like yours too. They go to distance. So there's enough to gamble on. Uh, can we bet on Harry meeting Daughtry? What is that going to be like? Harry, explain what you're doing here. 
I'm going to be in. I'm, hopefully, I'm going to meet up with Chris H too. That'll be fun. Oh, good. Uh, nice. Sunday, maybe watch watch the early football games, and then after the early football games, after I'm in Orlando, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, after the late after the early football games, driving down to Melbourne, about 45 minutes away, mm-hmm. and um, and got the Daughtry concert where <laughs> our pal Ken for my birthday in July got me a meet and greet session at any Daughtry. How do you concert. spell meet? How are you, how are you spelling? <laughs> All right. Oh, you're gonna. Uh, anywho, you're gonna um, yeah. And I was, and Angie and I were supposed to go um, in uh, Turning Stone in Syracuse, and then go to Niagara Falls. But we both got COVID, so now we flipped the switch, and now we're heading to Florida. <laughs> what in, a love uh, story! And yeah. uh, and going to Daughtry. All right, so you're meeting him backstage. That's what's going. Have you thought yeah. about what you're going to say for the content? Uh, trying to get, I would like to get my video for the day I was in, for the next say, day yeah. in on a Monday night. Somehow, if I can squeeze that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe I, maybe me and him can do, uh, I could give out the Vikings or a prop with Justin Jefferson and I could do the, uh, the gritty with him. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure what's it out. What's his, what's his big song? I don't, I don't even ask what, what's, can you, can you work his title into a pick or something? Yes, exactly. It's not. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. My pick. My, Babyface, help us uh, right. out here. It's, what it's, are the it's big It's not songs? over, right? The over, not under, over, over under you got to do with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to pick an under. <laughs> it's right. not over. It's under. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There Titans team total under for Monday. How about that? I love it. Babyface, you like that? I think that'll work. This is, I'm so excited for him. This is, this is, <laughs> this is really his Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, like I said, I just hope. What happens doesn't happen to the last time he met one of his heroes. That wasn't great. Listen, if anyone out there thinks that this is silly or whatever, just go on YouTube and listen to him actually sing "Photograph" by Def Leppard. Unbelievable! Uh, Unbelievable! uh, Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Fantastic! I'm not gonna give it good. No, that's not good. I just, I just don't want Angie to take a nap during the show. Or you guys got to get rested. (laughs) Rest up. Don't. Yeah, Yeah. Angie napping in the background while you're getting your underpicked singing. uh, (laughs) It's not over. yeah, that's uh, I'm excited. Is this your honeymoon, by the way? Is this considered your honeymoon? Know, I guess, sure. I don't know. All right, I good. Yeah, <laughs> I guess this sure is his honeymoon. All right, it's not Get a over. hotel on the beach on set all, all day Monday. Hotel right on the beach. That's it. Hanging at the beach all day. Oh wow, what a life. Uh, all right, Harry's done it again. Those are our picks. We're this is an exhausting Thursday. Okay, so Thursdays and Sundays are gonna suck for us guys. <laughs> that's that's uh, how I got. No, we have a big announcement coming up tomorrow. Um, well, if you're listening to this Friday, you might have seen an article about this, but uh, very, uh, very exciting things happening for us, even bigger than the Daughtry thing, I'd say. Um, so stay tuned and speak uh, for yourself. Yeah, we have some nice surprises coming your way. Babyface, you have anything to say about this? It's, it's very exciting. And uh, yeah, this is. <laughs> I I I I'm I just some I, as Dave would say it's to the moon, but it right yeah. It was, uh, the Chiefs are minus one fifteen to win. No, that's not right. Really, they were plus one. The I get I guess so. What? Right? Really? I thought that's what they were. Well, they were right. plus. They were plus what? The wow. plus one fifteen. I got them plus one fifty the other day. They were like one thirty five plus one thirty five after they won. That's all it was. I all guess right. after they won at minus. Chargers plus two eighty. Brandon yeah. Staley says uh, Herbert is uh, okay dealing with an abdominal issue. 
possibly ribs. Well, that I th- what you think? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mm. think he went into the game so quickly because uh, he remembered what happened with Tyrod Taylor. He saw the doctor coming and he was about, I'll, yeah. go, I'll go back in. I'm good. We're- yeah. He's just sprinting away. Yeah. yeah. And it's an, it was an abdominal injury, wasn't it? It was the same kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not a dumb move. All right. That'll do it for another episode of against all odds. We will be back Monday for Mikey meatballs for Babyface Joel Solomon and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na 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 na